0: Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggle and struggle to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. This is the first episode, so I admit I'm feeling all of the emotions. Happy, nervous, fake, is my voice sounding too fake, real, and if I'm being brutally honest, wondering if my southern accent is just too strong to be a host. But whatever. I'm moving on. I'm being real because as business owners, we often have questions rolling around in our heads or these conversations with ourselves. So for me, this episode is about pushing past those doubts and just going for it. After all, that's what I tell all of my clients when we talk about marketing strategy. Hey, you have to try it. You have to start somewhere because honestly, we all want to the success without the first episode, without the first ad, without the first failure, without the first try. And so many times the entrepreneurs that we look at as extremely successful, when you read their autobiographies or listen to interviews or blog posts that really delve into their lives, you realize just how many times they tried and failed And then they found success, but it was in the trying that counts. So this episode is about trying. It's about pushing past. Now, I want each episode to be something that we small business owners can listen and then walk away and have learned something. We have something that we can try. So the focus of this episode is ideal customer stories. As a copywriter and marketing consultant, one of the first questions that I ask my clients is who are you hoping to attract? Who is it that you have loved working with and that you want to work more with? Now, oftentimes I hear things like women in their 30s or well, retired men often buy my products and that is fantastic information on the surface. But we have to delve deeper in our thinking. We have to ask the question, what season of life is my ideal client currently living in? Let me say that again. What season, phase, stage of life is my ideal client currently in? This question is so important because that lets us know, as business owners, what probably are their main goals at this time of their life. It also informs us of what probably are some of their greatest difficulties and obstacles that they're currently facing. See, a woman in her 30s who's just finished grad school and starting a career is in a different season of life then a woman in her 30s who's been at a career for five to seven years and is married with three children. They're both female and they're both in their 30s but their phase of life is very different and as a business owner we have to recognize that because how we communicate with them will be affected It will speak more directly to them if we're open and honest that we recognize what phase of life that they are currently living. Let me give you some examples of ideal customer stories. I have two. This first story is about Lisa. She's an ideal customer for a local artist who specializes in large watercolors one of a kind painting. So picture a large painting that you would put in your living room or bedroom wall or hall or hallway. So here is, once again, the business owner is a local artist specializing in watercolor. The ideal customer is Lisa. So here is Lisa's story. Lisa is a 35 year old woman living in North Alabama with her husband and four children all of them school aged. She works as an attorney at a small law firm during the day. But during the late afternoon, she carts her children from karate to band to cheer to baseball to chess club to whatever. Her husband works as an engineer and travels a good bit for work. So that leaves Lisa with a lot of the taxiing service in the afternoons. And she is constantly in a hurry. But when she's home, she wants to be surrounded by beautiful things, items with meaning, and that make her smile and relax and just take a deep breath and causes her to remember why she lives this crazy life, so things like silhouettes of her children at various ages, photographs shot by her grandmother over sixty years ago, who Lisa spent a lot amount of time with as a child shooting photography and painting watercolors with her grandmother. So home for her is a place where she can take a breath and relax, gather her small, gather her flock around her, and be reminded of her childhood, of how much she loved being with her grandmother and surrounded by art. So therefore she find it, she finds it important to buy original pieces and she values art and wants her children to do the same so there's an example of an ideal customer story that I wrote for a local artist and what we did there was by recognizing by taking this story as a business owner, this artist now when she communicates on social media or an email whether it be a newsletter or a one-to-one email or direct messages on social on social media accounts she's now visualizing one specific woman Lisa who is extremely busy but when she finally gets home and gets everybody in bed, She can throw herself back on the covers and relax and take a deep breath for a second. And as she's scrolling Instagram and looking at other people's accounts and catching up with friends, she looks across her bedroom wall and there is this beautiful, large watercolor, a beach scene and it just causes her to pause and take a calming breath it makes her think of her grandmother it makes her think of think of happy times with her family at the beach so when this local artist writes or speaks one on one with clients who happen to fall in this same category who probably a middle-aged woman who has children who Both her and her husband have a career who have expendable income, so they're willing and able to spend a certain amount of money on original pieces of art. This local artist now is talking directly to Lisa. It's going to help her know to use terms like reminisce, remember when, relax for a second, take a calming breath after a crazy day. She now can visualize who it is that she is painting for, who it is that she is writing to um, when she writes those posts. And because honestly, that's a question, that's a struggle that so many business owners have. They come to me and say, I just don't know what to post. And a lot of times it boils down to who are we posting to? And an ideal customer story one that I just read, one that took us through, um, not just that Lisa's in her thirties and not just that she has a career, but I helped to paint a picture of what her day-to-day life is like, that she is a taxi service that her her husband has a strong career and that he's, he, he's probably active in their lives, but she is left handling a lot of this. And because she has a very strong connection to her grandmother, she likes to be, so, who, I'm sorry, her grandmother who valued art, she therefore values art and wants her children to value art. Now we're getting somewhere. We're not just talking to a lady in her 30s. I've already talked earlier about that a lady in her 30s can be in lots of stages of life. okay. So this local artist now knows one particular ideal customer that she is talking to. And I should probably pause for a second and say that oftentimes businesses have more than one ideal customer. So that means that you would probably write several ideal customer stories. Just as I wrote this one about Lisa, you you might have another ideal customer or two as well. Okay, so I should also say that, too, and especially as a a business um, becomes more established and evolves, you will find that you are actually serving two or three subgroups of ideal customers. And that's where these stories really come to life and help you recognize who am I talking specifically to in this ad? This ad. Social media post is specifically for fill in the blank. Let me give you another example. This second story is about Lydia. She's an ideal customer for an accountant in town. For years, Lydia's husband handled their taxes. However, at the age of 71, he suffered a stroke, and although he's much improved, Lydia is handling more and more of the financial task and burdens than she ever has in their 45 year marriage. She feels very unsure of herself. Part of it is because she's never done this before. It just wasn't her role. But if she is very open about it, caring for his needs and making decisions about his health Um, has really put a strain on her and has really made her question her confidence. And so therefore, she's scared. Lydia and her husband are still very much happy with each other and very thankful that he survived, but she's terrified. She needs a tax accountant who will explain things in very simple terms so that she understands what's going on with her taxes and what next year may look like, and what to expect. Now note, um, the story's ended, so I should say that. I don't want to confuse you. But I did want you to note that in that, uh, it was almost the next to last sentence. I used the word needs. Lydia needs a tax accountant who will explain things. Oftentimes, our customers don't always recognize what they need. I'm not so sure that Lydia at 71 or 72 could look at a tax accountant and say, hey, I need you to explain everything to me. But if you are a savvy business owner, a savvy accountant, you recognize that she is actually terrified. And by being able to explain things to her, you are taking fear away. Oftentimes our our fear comes from the unknown. And so if you can explain to somebody, if you can teach them the unknown, then you take the fear away. So therefore, as business owners, we must we must become in tune to our customers. They may tell us that they want one thing, but the more that you listen to them and recognize why they're buying from you, the more you'll realize what they need from you. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to share this story with Lydia and say, I know what you need, Lydia, um, but you as a business owner have to recognize that. And then you're going to speak to those concerns in any type of communication, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's written communication on your social media or emails or direct messages, you are going to, to speak to the, to the need that your ideal customer has. As I wrap up this first episode, I wanna make a few final points. First, ideal customer stories are just a marketing tool for us business owners. They're not meant to be shared with customers or written in social media posts. Instead, they're meant as written exercises to give us perspective on our customers. What are they facing at this time? What are their main goals currently? For example, I can speak about Lydia, the mom of four. Now I'm only a mom of two, so I am imagining just a little bit. But as a mom, I can speak right now that her main goals in this phase of her life is to get her children up and fed into and school every morning and then at night to get them fed and home safely and in bed. Now, does she have other hopes and desires and things that she wants to accomplish at this stage of life? Of course, but her main goals right now as a mom in her mid thirties with four children revolves a lot around her family. And so that's the point of these ideal customer stories is that it, it forces us as a business owner, to look beyond the basic demographics of age, gender, job title, marital status. By writing these stories and going through this thinking process, we're acknowledging the phase of life that our customers are in. And that leads us to more compassionate and savvy, even more direct marketing to the people that we want to do business with even more. Another point that I want to make is how do we learn about our ideal customers? Well, the first way that I'm really going to suggest that you do is to ask them. Remember, this person has bought from you at least once and probably multiple times. And by you simply asking and saying, Hey, I would love to sit down and talk with you because I want more customers like you. And then, of course, if you don't feel comfortable sitting and talking with them at a bookstore or a coffee shop, then direct messaging them. Let me try that again direct messaging them on their social media accounts, you know, doing it somewhat of an interview where you have some questions and, and want them to write back. Same thing with one on one emailing. Um, would also give you that information. Skype is a free app for your phone phone and a free download for your computer. And it's a way that you guys could, that you and your ideal customer could talk with one another, um, but without having to be in the same place. So how do you learn about your ideal customer enough that you can write a story? Well, you need to ask them. Now, new business owners, I know what you're probably thinking. I don't even have an ideal customer yet. I've been there, done that. So my next suggestion, you just make it up. You probably have an idea in your head who it is that you want to work with. And so from there, make it up. And as you make up that ideal customer story and you delve deep into what season of life that they're currently in, you're going to speak directly to. To that ideal customer in all of your communication and as your business grows and evolves you're going to then learn an ideal customer is going to step forward a real life person will step forward will come out of that crowd and so from there you can shape your ideal customer story from a real person but if you're just beginning your business or it's only an idea right now in your head you have to start somewhere. So you start by making up who it is that you think you want to do business with right now. And you go from there. And the third way that you could learn about your ideal customer, it's not the way I suggest and to me, it sounds it to me, it feels a little like a like you're being a stalker. But as you could study their Facebook or Instagram uh, feeds, you will find out there, you know, are they married? Do they have a family? How old are their children? That very much affects your season of life. Are they, what organizations are important to them? Are they currently employed? Do they consider that job? Do they consider that a career or simply a job? So those things can often be found if they have a public, a public account on Instagram and that you um, and that they're on Facebook as well. So that is one way. It's not the way I would suggest I would first and foremost suggest talking or interviewing through digitally who a real life person. Most of the time, they're going to be willing to talk to you. If you ask, we just have to be willing to ask. Now, if you want to know more, about how to delve into your ideal customer's phase of life, you can visit my website. I did create a short PDF to go along with this first episode of the podcast. And so I hope that it would help guide your thinking. Complete transparency here though. You will have to give your email address as I'm sure you saw coming a mile away. I'm no dummy and I know you aren't either. So anyway, if you feel like, if you like this episode and you wanna know more, head to my website. I have a PDF there, PDF there that will hopefully help. And the very last thing that I want to say is a huge thank you for listening to this first episode. As I listened one more time before launching this thing, I cringed at some of my miswordings. For example, I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I mean there. And my p- poor, just like that poor pronunciation, just ran through a couple of words. And I I really cringed, I wanted to record it again. And once again, being very honest here, I have recorded sections of this multiple times. So at some point, I just had to tell myself, I'm done. I, I am a perfectionist in recovery as you may be as well. So I'm learning that sometimes you just have to call it done. You have to put things out into this world because that's where the real accomplishment is. It's in the trying. It's not in the re-recording or the re-re-re-rewriting. So here you go. I'm putting out in this world. I hope you found some value there. And if you like this episode at all, please leave a review. You as a business owner know the value of a good review. So I would really appreciate that. Um, So thank you. Until next time, kiddo.